0: truth, to know God. What does that really mean? When asked, do you know God? Many respond with a yes based on their sheer belief that there is a God. But to know God goes beyond the surface of belief. In Colossians 1 and 9, the scripture reads, for this reason we also since the day we heard it, Do not cease to pray for you and ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. To know God is not an inner impression or feeling, but a deep and thorough knowledge of the will and the word of God. To know God is to embrace the wisdom and understanding of his word. Now, let me break down to you what wisdom and understanding really is. Wisdom is the ability to grasp and organize principles, while understanding is the application of principles to daily living. When you sincerely believe God is real, it's hard to not yearn to know him. And then once you begin to really embrace the depth of God, an unshakable trust will overtake you and his will will become your focus and your desire and you will begin to live your life according to the wisdom and the understanding that you have received through his word. It is a process. Knowing God is an ongoing process. Maintaining a relationship with God is an ongoing process that goes beyond you just believing that there is a God. When you truly know God, your words, your actions, your reactions are different than those that just believe that there is a God. Not through church, not through your pastor or minister, nor a religion do you actually get to know God. To know God is a personal, intimate, long-lasting encounter. To know God is not equivalent, equivalent to having an affair with Him. You know how it is, I don't know if any of you have ever had an affair. But in an affair, see, it only feeds to your likings and you only exalt that person when it benefits you, you know? And in in having an affair with Jesus, you, you, you pray when you need something, you know? You thank Him when everything is going right. You call on Him for the quick fixes of life. That's having an affair with God. But to know God, to be in relationship with Him, Every day, you become more committed to him than the day before. Despite what's going on in your life, despite what's going on in the world, being in a relationship with God will develop a craving for the most intimate encounters with him and his word, which is the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. In John 1 and 1, the scripture reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Making it impossible to know God, to be in relationship with God, and not crave His Word. That is like saying you want to marry someone, but talking to them is not an option. That relationship would be doomed from the very beginning. If you scroll down to John 1 and 14, the verse reads, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory, glory as the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. The scripture is talking about Jesus, the physical manifestation of God. And since the Word is God, He was also the physical manifestation of the Word. No one can truly profess to know Jesus if the word is not the center of their source of wisdom, if the word is not the center of their source of understanding how to navigate through this life, I want to make it very clear to you that people are imperfect. So you can stop talking about church, folks. We know they're not perfect. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to mess up. They're going to do some ungodly things. But that has nothing to do with your relationship with God. You have people that have walked away from church because of other people's lack of a relationship with God. Not understanding that has nothing to do with your relationship with God. People are imperfect, making churches, ministers, pastors, elders, missionaries, your mama, my mama, even your grandmama and my grandma, capable of mistakes, capable of misunderstanding, and even the ability to violate the word and the principles of God. Church and religious leaders should not be your primary source of the word of God. Church and religions and religious leaders, including myself, should not be the foundation upon which your relationship with God rests, but merely a means to bring clarity, to help guide and direct your paths, To help guide and direct your relationship with God. To help you build stronger in your relationship with God. Similar to what a marriage counselor does for a marriage. He guides, he directs, he gives counsel. He doesn't engage. Your marriage is not built on the foundation of your marriage counselor. Neither should your relationship with God be built upon the foundation of church, a pastor, or a religious leader. In 2 Timothy 2.15, the scripture tells us to study to show thyself approved unto God. You will not ride into heaven on the coattails of your church, your pastor, your mama, your grandmama, your daddy, your granddaddy. You and you alone have to study to know God in order to be approved by God to enter into his kingdom. Those of you who follow me know that I urge all the time for you to study the Bible for it is the word of God. Study for yourself. I get so tired of hearing, well pastor said this and bishop said this and I heard that and they said this in church. What does the word say? Pick up the word and find out what it says. I know some of you don't like to read the Bible, claim that the Bible is hard to read or or just can't seem to muster up the desire to read it. I understand it, I've been there, done that, wore that t-shirt and bought the hat. Although I like to read, I had no interest at one time in my life of reading the Bible and I was a preacher's kid. How about that? But let me give you some advice. For those that truly want to know and have a relationship with God. Don't wait. As soon as you are finished listening to the sound of my voice, go on Amazon and look for a study Bible, a parallel study Bible. I recommend the one that has the NIV and the message translation. I'm suggesting this Bible because it has two translations side by side and commentary to help you understand the word of God, to help you truly engage and develop a craving for more and more and more of the word of God. And once you get the Bible, once Amazon drops it at your door, Open it up, go to the index, pick a topic that interests you and start studying what interests you. And once you choose a topic, begin to study the entire chapter of the verses that are indicated under your selected topic. Now, if you can't find this Bible or you forget, where I said to go, or what I said, or or the translation, you can go to our website, www.bibledeliverance.org, and I will have it posted on our front page, and you'll be able to click from that link right to Amazon to make sure that you order it. I want to make sure that you get a Bible in your hand that is easy for you to read, easy for you to understand, that encourages you to read that helps develop a craving for the word. My prayer is that each of you develop a craving for the word of God and begin to hold yourself accountable for initiating and sustaining a personal relationship with God. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable.
1: in this world
2: Thank you.
0: so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is soul business not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and know Jesus than to have everything and not know
2: him. You need to confess him today. Mouth, believe him in your heart, do you know Jesus? You can know Jesus in your heart. Confess him with your mouth. Believe him in your heart. Do you know Jesus? You can know Jesus in your heart. T.